0: i don't like bullies i don't care where they're from
1: we're back welcome to source podcast a podcast where we talk about adaptions and interpretations of source material to their movie and TV show interpretations.
0: Say your name. You got to introduce? Oh, oh, sorry. I'm gamer complainer.
1: This <laughs> is a new thing we're doing where we- We're
0: trying to get back to the we classic talk, intro.
1: We, we actually introduced the podcast so people know what it is.
0: <laughs> instead of just people yelling instead at them, us, we're back.
1: <laughs> instead of us yelling about the Snyder Cut for
0: two episodes. <laughs> and I'm the co-host, uh, Mr. Blueberry. Uh what are we talking about today? Uh we have a kind of a bonus episode today.
1: It's a little different. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about our some of our favorite uh
0: interpretations of characters in movies and some of our least favorite. Specifically,
1: well not least favorite, ones that we would like to see done. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, done
0: well <laughs> or done better, yeah. And, uh, Sorry, our dog sneezed. Our dog is sneezing. His name is Rocket. But today we're not talking about Marvel. We're talking about specifically DC adaptations.
1: Yeah, because the problem is Marvel has a lot of material that's good to work. Pretty solid. <laughs> the and DC does not. What? They, they <laughs> there's like three DC films that are like a nine and a ten, and we all know they're mostly Batman movies. Yeah, and. Most of the other ones are mediocre or straight up trash. So they're really right. it's something that we really don't enjoy talking about. I mean their often. comics are good.
0: Their animated movies are good. Oh, their
1: their comics are like fucking on point. 100%. Yeah, they're
0: all right. Mm. And their games are pretty good. <laughs> yeah, their games are solid too. But yeah, movie adaptations they're still they're catching up. They're catching up. They're not, but Maybe. sure. If you just if you just believe. <laughs>
1: if they just if they just don't do the movies, Again, maybe if they just stayed on track, then they could grow. But it's it's like when you run a race and it's like a it's a five k, but you keep running one mile and you're like I quit, right? Every single time you'll never get to five k if you just run one mile. How much is a five k again in miles? You're... It's like three and a half miles. Okay, roughly. cool.
0: Yeah, you know, Americans Wait. we use different systems. Yeah,
1: it's five k is like about three miles. Ten k is six, and then. Half marathon is like 12, 13. doesn't matter. Marathon's about that, 26 miles. This is not what our podcast I is mean, about. I mean, DC hasn't even come close to the 10K. Let's, uh, let's get that out of the way.
0: Well, what's funny is, so we're going to talk about specifically villains. And if you're Marvel versus DC, DC's favorite argument is we Better have the villains. best villains. We yeah. have the best villains. They're not
1: necessarily wrong.
0: I don't think it's 100% true either. And in movies, I would argue it's very not true. I would say it's not the case. Um, But in comic books, I think it's mostly kind of like, I feel like Spider-Man has really good villains, and I feel like Batman has really good villains, and then the other guys have some good villains. Name three good Flash villains. Good start. You can't. I can name Reverse Flash, which is just the opposite of the Flash, and Gorilla Grodd. Who's a giant fucking Why telepathic- you pick f- Why
1: did you pick the Flash?
0: You didn't even pick- Oh, su- I picked one of the most famous superheroes. Is no, that a problem? No, I mean,
1: you could have picked like Superman.
0: Okay, name three good Superman villains. Zod, Day. Okay. Lex Luthor. There you go. I was like, wow, that's the third one.
1: Um. um well, hold on. If we want to play this game then- okay. All right, d- sure. All right. If we want to play this game- I'll play the game. Name three-
0: Okay. Good Black Widow villains- Wow, you literally picked the. W- I think I complained okay. about this. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, Taskmaster.
1: Nope, uh, not Black Widow.
0: That is a Black Widow that. villain. That's a Black it's Widow villain. No, it's definitely a Black Widow. Definitely Shield agent. Black Widow. Um, okay. Uh, Crossbones, which is mostly Cap, but uh, no,
1: that's, ah. you can't do that.
0: Okay, fine. Uh, Madame Viper, and. Uh... <laughs> See, you picked... A, okay, I picked she's, the she's, second most powerful Justice League member. She's an Avenger, you too. You picked someone who just got a movie, and I burped into the mic, so I apologize.
1: She's an Avenger also.
0: Okay. Uh, Yosenia... I can't pronounce Russian. Yosenia Belanova. Who, who, who knows who that is? When you watch the movie, you will.
1: <laughs> no. See, I, we could play that game all fucking day.
0: Okay. So, <laughs> my point being... DC's had a lot of chances to make some adaptations of villains, and some have been pretty good. Some have been not so good. Let's talk about some of your favorite. Let's talk about the one we have to get out of the way, because if we're talking about DC villains, everyone's just going to yell this at us, so let's just get it out of the way. The Joker. Yep. He's everyone's favorite.
1: I wouldn't say he's everyone's favorite. I would. He's up there. He's definitely there for,
0: sure. for sure. Yeah. Every basic bro loves Batman. Every, Every basic bro, bro loves Joker. Uh, pretty much. The Joker is about like anarchy man. He's not, but sure. I'm just telling you what I'm, I'm just, I'm just. Okay.
1: Well, so interpretation time. My favorite, it's, it's a tie between mm. Heath Ledger and Mark Hamill.
0: Okay, so you're also comparing the the show. Yeah, that's that's totally fair as well. You know, we've never really seen that interpretation in a movie. The Clown Prince of Crime version, more the clowny version. Than yeah, more just the, the clown
1: anarchist, uh, sad boy version.
0: Yeah, um, I think my favorite interpretation is kind of that one or the Arkham one, the Arkham Joker. I really just like that 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 sadistic but also almost whimsical in a way version of Joker. But um we've also what's kind of one of the best parts about that character is he can be interpreted in so many ways. And even like like the, the Joker is a character who's who's better written when you know less about him. And I think a movie that really captured that well is Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight.
1: Right. He just is. Mm-hmm.
0: So what are your favorite parts about that character and when did you know that, that was that was gonna be your favorite Joker?
1: Well, I mean, in terms of Mark Hamill, I'm biased because I watched the animated show as a kid mm-hmm. and that was like my kind of my first um my first exposure to that character. And he just I mean, the laugh alone, like that captured the character like to a T. And I think he really he really got the voice down and I, and really like the voice in combination with his movement and the animation and the unpredictability um, or lack of predictability for the character. I think that's one of the biggest things about the Joker is just he, you just never know what he's going to do next versus like, you know, someone like Hugo Strange, who's very methodical and very thought out. You don't, you don't necessarily know what he's going to do next, but you know he has a plan. Whereas with the Joker, he doesn't have a fucking plan. He's all over the
0: fucking place. Right. And that's what's kind of interesting is he's the antithesis of both Batman and like the mad scientist in a sense that uh, he doesn't have a grand plan. He's not your Lex Luthor. He's not your Doctor Doom. He doesn't have sometimes he which almost
1: makes him like a a genius in a way because he just thinks on the fly whatever he's going to do. And one of my favorite things about the animated series is just also the humor that Mark Hamill captures and the writers obviously too. We're just right. like I love when like his plans don't go right and then he makes a joke about it. He's like, "Well, this sucks." And then he just leaves or like or does something like super funny. Like I also like that aspect of the Joker that we don't really see anymore. At all, it's more just like, exactly. it's very, you know, he's very insane, he's very violent, very unpredictable, but that's one thing I did love about the the animated series, just like it captured that
0: humor of the Joker as well. And even though it's a it's a cartoon, I still think that there's a certain fear, our presence oh, yeah, on screen.
1: Like when you, when you just see his shadow or he starts laughing or you start hearing someone laughing maniacally, you're like, oh shit, this is it's about to go down again.
0: And a lot of people focus on the laugh, which I think is an important element. But I would say to the non-comic fans or not extreme uh, you know, fans, they care about the laugh, the outfit, and I think just like is over. I wouldn't say makeup. I would say that overall, like what drives him or his plan in a sense. And I think a lot of people had trouble getting on to the Jared Leto Joker or some other Jokers. But if, as long as he has like those three things—a good laugh, these um, menacing—and he has like either a strategy or he's effective, he doesn't just blow shit up. That doesn't make sense. Like as long as he seems like like an underlying plan, people really liked uh, the Gotham version of Joker or Jerome. He's kind of like a Joker. I don't know how far you got into that show, but people seem to like that interpretation. And, um, well,
1: uh, also another aspect of him is he's very manipulative, especially mm-hmm. to, I mean, Harley Quinn. Obviously, sure. she was a fucking psychiatrist and he managed to manipulate her or he just manipulates henchmen into doing things. He finds like the he kind of finds the worst in people or the easiest way to manipulate people, which is typically money. And that's the theme throughout like even the Christopher Nolan movie. Where right. he's, he has everyone's money and he's like, I don't give a shit about money, <laughs> I but I know you do.
0: Right. And he inherently doesn't have that as a weakness. A lot of yeah. characters have either A, a a loved one they care about. Or they're a gangster so or something like that. So has two children he loves. He doesn't care about money or you know wealth, but he loves his family and he loves his people. And
1: X-Men overall, he loves, he yeah. sees them as his family.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, or, you know, you think uh, Hugo Strange, his life's work, but- and his obsession with Joker Batman. Joker has no apparent weakness other than the fact he's utterly insane. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. other than he can be killed physically and he's not immortal. And
1: he still doesn't care about that. Yeah, and he doesn't have- like, And he knows Batman won't kill him, which is why he continues to like mm-hmm. do what he does.
0: Yeah, he has no fear of death, no fear of loss, no no fear of power. Just there's nothing that that scares him really.
1: Well, I think that's why Christopher Nolan did such a great job in that aspect where he tapped into the very psychological part about the Joker and what drives him. And one of my favorite lines in the movie is when he's in the hospital with Harvey Dent and he's like, I'm like a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do with one. But he he just something just drives him to chase and do this like just because he's wild. Mm. and He's unpredictable
0: right and i think there's a lot more to the character and i think what's important is the agency i i enjoy the idea that there is no set i think he's a character like wolverine that that survives better in mystery than having Mm -hmm. a backstory one of my favorite jokers is um the michael keaton or jack nicholson's version Mm -hmm. in the whatever year was that was that 89 or what was that 88? 88, something like that. Either way, the old Michael Keaton one. And my least favorite part about it is that the origin is so set. He's the guy who killed his parents. He's a mobster. And he like he has a very concrete story. I like his interpretation, how wild he is. But I um the actual backstory, I kind of lose interest in. Mm-hmm. What's actually kind of ironic is it's similar to the new Joker movie. Now, how do you feel about that one as an interpretation?
1: I don't think it's a real interpretation. I know that's probably a it's probably a hot button issue but I don't the first thing that bothered me just you know in my own personal opinion is the fact that like the director and the um the actor and stuff they were saying we're not making a comic book movie and I'm like well then why are you making this character based off a comic book character like it is a comic book movie it's about a comic book character whatever way you want to swing it there's plenty of graphic novels that are set in in you know kind of a grounded reality but I think you lose the character if you're telling yourself that this isn't a comic book movie. We're not making a comic book movie, blah, 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 because you want to separate yourself from like Marvel and stuff and seem kind of, I just feel like it makes it sound it like we're, we're above like that. that. Yeah. yeah, we're making an art movie. We're not making a comic book movie. And I'm like, they they can be synonymous. They're one and the same. It's just where you get the source material. You know what I mean?
0: Well, it's interesting because it's not like they didn't copy things. They just didn't copy Joker comics, really. And of Well,
1: course, they did. As he said, sense. I mean, the director said, oh, we read this, we were inspired by this, and then we took it this way in terms of like the kind of art artiste aspect.
0: I read that he said he didn't read any Joker comics for I've, the movie. I
1: read otherwise.
0: Hmm interesting the
1: character had to come from somewhere they didn't just like it's get the a character. idea of the
0: character i would say more than the actual well character i mean itself. he read
1: he read like you know older stuff like you know very frank miller killing joke he definitely said he read the killing joke at least
0: sure i'm sure he's read it at some point but i don't know I, from what i from what i read he well didn't anyway
1: in. that's in terms of that that's i didn't really like that aspect and also it's not it's not the Joker, like it's just not it's they took kind of the idea of that Christopher Nolan set with like I guess anarchy, but even then it's an it's kind of an origin story of a character, and like you said, you don't really like the Joker to have an origin, and this is how he started
0: mm.
1: from an from like a analysis point of view, I think analyzing sort of mental health and stuff like that is interesting, but it's weird that you, you put it in the aspect of the Joker, but you don't want to call it a movie about the Joker. What? Well, so the point of the film is to kind of analyze like isolation and mental health and things like that. Correct. Like that's kind of the theme of the movie and all those things set in motion, turn him into the Joker. Correct. Correct. Sure, yeah. So I'm like, well, what difference does that make if you're saying it's not going to be based off of a comic book movie or a comic book character or whatever? It's like, why did you pick the Joker as your... Protagonist as your, to tell yeah, the Yeah, to get to that point, if you're trying to say that it's not a comic book movie or we didn't read any comic books and we're not basing it off of that, like, well, then couldn't that movie be about anyone?
0: Maybe they just wanted to be taken more seriously as opposed to a blockbuster.
1: But you get what I'm saying? I'm like, if sure. you're... If you're gonna, if you're gonna make an origin story in that way, but you wanted to kind of separate yourself from it being a comic book movie, then why not just make a movie about anybody? Right. It. I feel like you'd have the same outcome. You. But you're just having him put on fucking clown makeup right. at the end.
0: You can even put on clown makeup and just not be the Joker. And that's I what think- I mean. I, I, I personally didn't enjoy the film. Like I, it's, when not, I, it's, it's, not it's not a fun a, it's watch. not
1: It's not a fun watch. It's not a bad movie, but not right, a fun exactly.
0: watch. Right, exactly. Not not something I plan on watching anytime in the near future <laughs> ever again. Um, but when you see the movie, I think it's very obvious that it's taken inspiration from the character. But I, more importantly, what I think is interesting is I don't think this movie would have existed without The Dark Knight. I don't, oh, absolutely I don't not. Think, I yeah. think this money wouldn't have gotten a penny.
1: 100% If that correct. movie didn't
0: exist because what that movie did was create um, a global presence of that character. He's probably one of the most... I would say that that Joker is probably like, in terms of notoriety in the real world, the same level as like Thanos. Like mm-hmm. when when that movie came out, people...
1: People still talk about it. Yeah. it's The movie's almost 20 years old.
0: Oh, it's getting there, huh? Yeah. Um. But yeah, and I honestly don't think this that movie had a lot of agency about the character. It is more of a message about mental health and it is more about it does have like political sub-messages on the inside that
1: But it's much less about the Joker and more about that aspect. Right.
0: Now Which is a character study. They're saying that that might tie in to the new bat Pat. Robert Battinson movie. Well, and
1: that's another annoying thing because now
0: it's coming to it's now in a comic universe. Well, if it and was. They also,
1: Joaquin Phoenix and the director have talked about doing a sequel. And I'm like, you said from the gate this was a one-off because that was the theme of the movie. Now I'm just like, where is this where is it gonna go? I don't mind if it goes somewhere, but I'm like, well, I thought this was kind of a taxi driver thing where we're just it's a one Analyzing and done. a character, yeah, but now it's like, oh, we can make at least three more movies out of this, and I'm like, oh, come on, it just kind of feels like a sellout right. at that point.
0: I also don't find it to be, aside from the like, oh yeah, I think it's a good movie, it's well done, it's in self-contained, it's yeah. Fine. We're just
1: talking about the interpretation of the character, not yeah. the quality of the film,
0: right? And by that, I just mean I don't think that that's a Joker I could ever see fight Batman. I don't ever, I can't see it. I don't think it'd be well done. I don't think that Joker would be alive much longer after that movie.
1: No, he's not he doesn't have that like intelligence to him.
0: He's he's not necessarily menacing. He's dangerous, but he's he's, he's no more predictable, yeah. I wouldn't even say he's unpredictable. Like I knew he was going to shoot Murray. <laughs> yeah, you're just waiting I for it. I was just like, man, he's going to kill this guy. <laughs> and yeah, I don't find it that menacing, and maybe at the time in, in that movie, he is kind of frightening because he's so startling, but like- Well, also, he's he can't so hold sad. A, he can't hold a city hostage. No, and it's just- he Well, I hold, guess
1: I guess the whole thing with like he creates chaos, like uh he's He started a rebellion kind of. Right, so maybe if you go movement. more that direction where he's a, he's like very, very- Anarchist. Anarchist. Mm-hmm and has like kind of a, almost a cult like following like in Frank Miller's um The Dark Knight Strikes Again.
0: You could go that way,
1: yeah. That's the only way I could see it working. And he's like he's not really in the movie necessarily, mm-hmm. he, but you know he's there. He's like kind of pulling the strings somehow because he has all those cult like followers and shit like that. That's the only way I see that working. Sure. Especially and- like if you in the new oh sorry i interrupted you no you can go. I apologize no, you can well go. in the new batman it looks like a super dark super gritty which i'm like man, i feel like there's like a grit level like in the editing bay and they're just like turn up the grit 100%. turn turn down the t- the
0: shadows 100 i can totally see that <laughs> grit level grit level 1000 but what's kind of interesting is i forget which which comic it was but Batman was able to like get information like cosmic level information Mm -hmm. and he asked who is the Joker and it basically turned out that there was three Jokers that it was never the same Joker he was facing just other people taking up that kind of mantle and I think what's kind of interesting is all these Jokers are all interpretations of the same character and they can be taken as seriously while while Joaquin Phoenix's Joker isn't my personal favorite it still suffices as a Joker.
1: Right. It gives potential to any character in any comic book to have that story told in that way.
0: Some characters have to be told a very specific way, but what's kind of nice about Joker is each telling of it can be really unique. Right. And it still works for the most part, Mm -hmm. as long as he doesn't become like a scientist. Or Jared Leto. Well, (laughs) he didn't have a chance which sucks.
1: Well, His first chance wasn't
0: really good. He didn't have a chance, and I guess they cut out like hours and hours of his footage. But that is definitely the wrong way to tell Joker's story. They were trying to make him seem controversial with um, the That Warner Brothers just needs to fucking fire their PR team because they're terrible.
1: They They're really bad. horrible.
0: They'll make up fake rumors and lies. Oh, he sent used condoms and dead you, rats to Margot Robbie and Will or Smith. Or when you go
1: to Comic-Con and you want to see their fucking panel and they only let the people that fuck, work at fucking Warner Brothers into their panel. Yeah. That makes so much fucking sense.
0: It's good press for themselves.
1: <laughs> I guess they gave themselves a fucking standing ovation.
0: What's funny is they waited for Marvel. That's what's really funny. The guys at Warner Brothers waited to see the MCU stuff. I
1: know it was ridiculous. I think that was the year that we didn't get in. That is the year, and we, didn't we were get in. like at the gate.
0: Well, we got free tickets next year. Anywho, <laughs> fuck you, Warner Brothers. Um, and you know maybe that guy's Joker will come back, or maybe not. I don't really care. I think you will. You I think. think you will? Oh, I
1: think that Warner Brothers is going to have a big. Fat paycheck for Jared. everyone to get them to come back. The movie won a fucking Oscar like, and was nominated for like eight. There's no chance that they're. I see they're, what happened here. There's no chance that You're they're talking just going to come Phoenix.
0: Drop. I'm talking about Jared Leto. Oh,
1: no, he's gone.
0: Okay. <laughs> I was he's, like. He poo pooed. You were like, oh, he's coming back. And I'm like, really?
1: No, no, no. I think You're so adamant I'm about I'm almost this. certain Joaquin Phoenix Joker will come back as
0: a sequel or in the new movies. Ben Affleck was supposed to fight that Jared Leto Joker, right? What doesn't make sense to me is that Batman kills. Why the fuck is that Joker alive? Batman will kill anyone in that universe. Why isn't that dude's neck snapped or because shot? Because he's
1: just like, this guy's ridiculous. I He ain't worth my time.
0: It's not even worth me. my time. But we should get on to our next villain. Who's on the list? So our next villain, mm-hmm. who may,
1: might surprise some people, is drumroll
0: oh you want me this is really we don't want to shake the mics
1: General Zod from Man of Steel
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) well also there is the original is it Superman Returns movie that he's in I think
1: so, yeah. Yeah, because right. he's not in the first one, but he's, he's like the, pulling the strings kind he, of in the first. Yeah, Super he's the,
0: in the Phantom Zone and all that. Mm-hmm. And while we think that's a great movie, I think he doesn't have that much character growth as opposed to in Man of Steel, which we'll mainly talk about, where he has a pretty solid character motivation and development, I would say. Well, success.
1: Because, you know, I guess he's kind of in two movies. No, he's
0: not. No, it's not. Kind of. Not really.
1: <laughs> well, I'm. I'm a little biased. Michael Shannon is probably one of my favorite actors of all time. I would love to see him in any fucking movie. That's
0: weird. Like, what made
1: you? You know, people are like,
0: oh, Chris Evans, ah, oh, Hugh Jackman. He's You're just, like, ah, oh, Michael he's Shannon. He's just
1: <laughs> a good. Well, he's just a good actor, dude. He's. No, any, I agree. Any movie he's in, I think one of my favorites, which I don't know if you've seen that movie, Revolutionary Road, with Kate Winslet and Leo. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. He's
1: the. Uh, He's like their neighbor's son. He's mm-hmm. fucking amazing in that movie. He's good in uh, Boardwalk Empire. I think that's like one of the first times I saw him where he's the this crazy like religious villain um, mm-hmm. police officer. He's just like... Eight Mile. <laughs> Still solid though. <laughs> he's in it. Everything. Any movie he's in. But I mean, so I was stoked when they're like, General Zod's going to be Michael Shannon. I'm like, it's perfect. I don't really like his chin strap beard. But other than I do, I'm about it. (laughs) I'm not super sold on it. But I think he just like I mean, obviously his acting is just out of the park, but
0: Yeah, he really steals the light in that movie. Mm -hmm. Steals the light limelight. Steals the light. Uh, uh, Spotlight. 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 (laughs) I was like limelight, spotlight. But But also
1: he has a definitely has a um an emotion and a weight to the character too. And I in in a weird way was on his side in terms of, like, you know, Superman not protecting his own people. Because to me, I'm like... And that's, you know, obviously that's Superman's struggle is, like, the people he was raised with or his own race. Like, where, where does he fit there? Where does he fall? And I'm on the side of Zod in terms of, like, you know, Superman still has that connection with his father, in a way. And his dad is kind of, you know, telling him you have to be a savior of these people. But also... I'm like, but you had a chance to help your own people. So why did you just fucking throw them to the curb? You know what I mean? Yeah. And Zod's whole purpose is to protect his people. He's just doing what he's supposed
0: to do. I do feel like they could have just colonized Mars, though. You know? Maybe. I don't know. There's other planets you can colonize. Well,
1: they saw that, you know, Superman survived there. So they're Earth. like, this is perfectly fine. Or that it could be like a Dragon Ball situation where, you know, they sent like and in Dragon Ball Z or whatever they send like different um Probes, Saiyans to different yeah. planets but uh uh Goku got knocked on the head and he ended up being raised by human beings instead of taking over the planet. And Vegeta's like, "What are you doing? You found this perfectly good planet, cool." And he's like, "Uh, who the fuck are you? I live here."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can you please leave? Uh yeah, so I think he's well written. I think he's menacing and the only thing I don't like and this happens in both interpretations. Before the planet explodes, they go, you know what? We're gonna send you in a black hole for eternity. And I'm like, okay, the whole world's gonna die. Why are you gonna give them, like, even though it's a slim chance, a chance of survival? That's like my one thing. Mm-hmm. They do it in both movies <laughs> where they're like, We're gonna put you that. in the at least the Phantom Zone is a prison. But they were like, We're gonna, we're gonna send you in a black hole. Oh, all right. And he's like, and even even uh, Zod's like, the whole world's collapsing, and you're going to shoot me into well, a like galaxy how, for yeah, eternity?
1: I like how he like, pointed that out, too. Yeah.
0: It, it's okay <laughs> that he pointed it out, but it doesn't make it any less stupid. <laughs> um, but otherwise, we wouldn't have him as a villain, so I get over it. And I think what kind of sucks is all the other Kryptonians kind of don't stand out, because his whole... What I like is he's a, he's an insurgent leader. He's mm-hmm. like, yo, Krypton is going. We got to protect our people. And he has actually some solid plans. So he, as a character, just wants to protect his people. And he's like, Jarrell, let's 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 go colonize another planet. And Jarrell's like, I already sent my baby with the codex. And he's like, Why would you send your baby with the codex? What the fuck, Jarrell? <laughs> and honestly, he's got a good point. I mean, it worked. I mean, they. If you were trying to repopulate the Kryptonian race, you 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 royally fucked that up. <laughs> but
1: I mean, the baby made it. And no, the baby's the fine. Yeah. If you want to kind of do that, where Superman grows up and then somebody, another Kryptonian, maybe not Zod, comes back and is like, "All right, let's let's repopulate." Mm-hmm. I mean, that could totally work. But Superman went, "No, I'm good. I'm I, good, fam."
0: <laughs> so I have a question. What's up? Can Kryptonians not, you know, birds and the bees? I think they can. They had like a bunch of Kryptonians, right? Like in that ship. Yeah. So why don't they just make babies the old way? Well, they still need to find a place to live. No, yeah, but what they wanted Kal El for was the the data matrix. Mm-hmm. The the like the baby maker, five thousand. Yeah. The baby maker five. It's, uh, what do they call it the Phantom Drive? Mm. Or does that help them? colonize the planet i guess we got to watch that movie again i think it helps him colonize the planet we'll I'm double sure well, we'll have to maybe we'll do that in an episode coming up but either way i think his character is really well driven i think he's a menace and i think he's a physical threat to superman and what i also like is if you know anything about comics every comic has an and has a has a uh what is it they call them like the negative hero. So you have- Yeah, the anti-hero yeah, or something? Not the anti-hero. It's the like antithesis the, Yeah, the, of antithesis. the main so character. So if you're Spider-Man, you have Venom, who has all the same powers, but he's black. Or you have Flash. You have Reverse Flash. You have Hulk. You have Red Hulk Well, I and mean, so Superman
1: on. also has like mega Superman. But the I bizarro get Bizarro Superman, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Black Superman. But then black Superman turns good. What? Yeah, it- there's black. Not like- a- the color black I mean like his suit is black and red and he's like the opposite of Superman
0: isn't that just Superman with a black suit no hmm interesting uh anywho so they do this a lot but what I like about Zod is he's from the same planet he's kind of older and he's more of a military strategist so he 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 has the same physical capabilities as Superman, but he possesses a lot. Uh, he's just different motives. He's just a different character, and he's more, you know, he's more of a warrior. He's more war driven. And I kind of like that line where he's like, I've trained my whole life to protect my kind. Where did you train? A farm. <laughs> and it's interesting that Superman still wins, but I think he's more experienced. But I think if Zod didn't die in that movie, spoiler, um, I don't think he could have posed like a. a a returning threat,
1: right? And I don't think that I think Zod only won because he was being an asshole. Because if he didn't tried to laser that family, Superman would have snapped his neck. He you totally yes, could have.
0: Superman won.
1: Yeah, sorry, sorry. I said Zod would have won, didn't I?
0: You said Zod won. It no, doesn't sorry, matter. Sorry, sorry. Anyway, you just... think Zod would have won if he didn't try to laser those people? Yeah. Which we'll probably talk about that more in the in, when we in super, do the, movie. the episode. But I have a big still, problem with that. Yeah.
1: But I loved when he had the his fucking armor on and then he gets so mad it comes off and then you see his fucking suit. Yeah, yeah. That was sick.
0: Super sick. He has a great battle scene. I think he has a pretty solid plan, except for, I don't know why he had to destroy Monop- Metropolis. Monopolis? Monopolopos. But he <laughs> uh, he clearly wanted to repopulate. So I think that's a really solid motive. Um, It's like, he's like, yo, I was made for this. I was born for this. I think he's well-written. I think the fight scenes are great. I think his costume and I think aesthetically he looks uh, very appealing. I think he was a great Zod, and I think it's one of the best DC interpretations we've had mm-hmm. of a villain. Sent, and he's just yeah.
1: like menacing when he's on the screen. He has a presence. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than like a fucking fight that's about to go down in a movie, and you're like, this dude really is about to get fucking wrecked. But Zod, I'm just like, yo, this <laughs> Superman might get fucked up.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think I like. I think this is the best Superman villain we've ever seen in a movie maybe hmm, I think it is I think
1: that's a that's a solid uh, platform to stand on sure okay What's we'll, do a, yeah, we'll do a Man of Steel episode yeah we'll do a Man of Steel maybe, not, maybe after our next think. one all right and then this is our our last one for for today which mm-hmm. is
0: are you editing in a drum or is it just this no I'm just gonna make drum noises that's copyright you can't do that that's copyright we can't put that on. Da, 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 da. You have to blank all this out.
1: Dun, 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 dun. Ozymandias.
0: Yes. Now, a lot of people will say that this isn't DC, and I say, fuck you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
1: You are wrong. Well, also, they've continued Watchmen, sure. so it's not like Watchmen just
0: ended with Watchmen, but that's still, you know, I have a whole other issue with that, so. So, I haven't read Watchmen in a minute. Mm-hmm. I haven't read the graphic novel, mm-hmm. besides when you gave it to me, mm-hmm. and I read it in pieces mm-hmm. because it was in my bathroom anyways um well it was an issue
1: it wasn't always like a, a full volume it used to they released it in issues before no, you gave me like anyway. the whole thing but. i know i'm just saying it's but too- my point is
0: <laughs> my question is do you think ozymandias is a great villain or do you think he's just a great like he's literally page to, to screen he's like the same in the comic as he is in the movie
1: um i don't think he's a hundred percent page to screen i think that I think Matthew Good, who plays Ozymandias, he did a really good job of like not being an over the top um, superhero villain, if that makes sense. Right. Like, I think generally most of the characters, except for Silk Spectre 2 and um, uh, Night Owl, mm-hmm. did a good job of like getting that reality aspect of each character whereas like in the comic as you said you haven't read in a while it's a little bit over the top like if that makes sense mm-hmm. like kind of the way at least to me the way that they deliver the dialogue the dialogue and stuff whereas like ozzy was very calm throughout the entire movie because he's he's high the most intelligent man on earth mm-hmm. like that's what they call him and by the end of the film he even when like He said, oh, or they're like, dude, you killed like all of New York. And he's just like, did what I had to do. It worked, didn't it? Like, he's just so like focused on his goal and he's so fucking relaxed about it. And he's like, look, I saved the world. Just it is what it is. And I feel like that's that's what would happen with someone with that mindset. They've just like come to terms with their plan of killing that many people for the greater good type Mm. of mentality.
0: Right. And. What's I think really menacing is I think when 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 villains I think your villain needs to occasionally succeed or you will be bored as an audience. Mm-hmm. So Thanos snapping his fingers, I think that was a huge shock for everyone. Um, I definitely remember being a little surprised, even though like I read the comic and I'm like, yo, this is we're getting on two and a half hours. Just seeing <laughs> that uh, a villain, even when even if it's for a minute. Like I think it's really important. A lot of times we see either, oh, the heroes save the day or they stop the nuke with one second to go, and that's all great, but I think you really do need stories like this once in a while to go like, the bad guy won, and it's even better because you see his point. He's not like, oh, no, he killed innocents. He stopped a, a World War III. A nuclear war, A yeah. nuclear holocaust, yeah. So even though he did something truly heinous. There was a pretty good reason, as good as the reasons it gets for doing something like that.
1: Well, and generally just, you know, as a piece of content in terms of Watchmen, it's like there, no one is good in that. Like none of the characters are necessarily good people and there's like villainous aspects to them and there's heroic aspects to them. Like, especially, you know, I think he he talked about Dr. Manhattan and how he like gave his girlfriend cancer basically and he's like why does that make you a better person than me he's like what's one life and also that's someone you loved like you know what i mean there's like a lot to that idea of you know characters that aren't a hundred percent good people
0: right and i think it's especially interesting because he is he was a hero he was a watchman and then he kind of took this took it this upon himself it wasn't even really more like an evil plan he he's already rich. He has nothing to gain from it. He did it out of the service for humanity. Mm-hmm. It was just uh, uh, you know, you cut off a limb to save off the rest of the body, basically. Right,
1: and there's that scene when they're. It's like you said that scene when they're all in that meeting and everyone's like talking about how everything is bullshit and yada yada, and he's like trying to figure out like how do we beat the the fucking criminal syndicate in new york and the comedian's like who the fuck cares like we're all gonna die <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like he's seen dr manhattan blow people up and he's like this is this is nothing and that's like kind of what flipped the switch for him in terms of the greater good of everything
0: right and i think as a character uh there's still more uh, source material uh, that they're continually making, and also they did make that Watchmen show, where the character was played by Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons, and I, and I, even though it's not like a direct sequel to the movie, uh, it's kind of more of a spiritual uh, successor to the original graphic novel. It's still really interesting, and his character goes on a really bizarre quest, but it's like in a weird retirement. It's still like serves that character's I don't know if we could say spoilers here I mean the show's old now right it's like about a year old
1: yeah I mean so spoiler if you haven't watched the show, we enjoyed it for the most part oh that was great uh he's in a weird way he also saves the world again I won't say how but Actually, his, didn't like that part, but his yeah. contribution to the end of the show is helping out everyone again mm-hmm so.
0: But that's what's also kind of interesting is you have two like the ending is kind of loosely interpreted as does Rorschach's journal get published and, and break like is the facade of peace better than the truth of like creating war? So is, is is peace built on a lie better than war? And I think that's a great philosophical question. I think I, I like when graphic novels or stories pose those kind of threats. And I think that's something that that infinity war tried to do with Thanos. I think they tried to make his snap kind of like Ozymandias in a way he's like, he's to like save I'm, humanity
1: I'm actually a peace bringer because of what I'm doing you just don't realize it yet and right. you're right it's like he Thanos is very calm he rarely like loses his shit Um, in those movies mm-hmm. but that's why I think Matthew good like I said did such a great job because he's very much like that he's a he killed millions of people but he's like super calm about it because right. he feels like but I helped everyone
0: right good here i think we just uh i think this is actually a really solid list because we just went through three very different villains we went through uh you know a psychotic maniac a batman villain uh we did a superman villain who is a, a physically super strong powerhouse and an antithesis to superman as well as being very you know you know like a military aggressor and then we had a former superhero who who did what he had to do out of what he thought was best. I think this is a pretty solid list.
1: Well, I think interpretations, I think what gets lost a lot of the time is the villain's motivation. Mm -hmm. That's going to be like your whole reasoning for why they even exist, like why they're doing what they're doing. We explain like Zod has a very, has a good foundation for why he feels like he's right. Because every villain feels like they're right. We know they're wrong, but in their mind- they think they're doing the right thing, or like the uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker, he feels like he's doing the right it thing. Feels like he's a victim, yeah. Exactly. So I think like that aspect really speaks about a good villain when you have a good foundation of why they're doing what they're doing, versus just like existing. And th- also, you know, like you said, Thanos, his reasoning is almost like it almost makes sense where he's coming from. You can understand it. You don't agree with it, but it's understandable.
0: Right. Do we have time to get into our three wish were improved list?
1: I think so. I think we can keep going. All right. We'll keep it going. Make it a long
0: one. (laughs) Brings paper. All right. So here's three villains that we have seen on screen, but either haven't seen enough of them or want a good version of them. Or they sucked. So the first one, which I completely disagree with you. I think we have a perfect version of this character already. (laughs) and um,
1: It's definitely... and interpretation of it's the character.
0: A one for one, <laughs> one for one, one for one shot.
1: Yeah. Uh, the first one, which I think I said first, was a uh, Mister Freeze.
0: What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age.
1: Well, you know what's funny about that is some of his puns, like they don't even fit the scene, or they don't even make sense. Everybody,
0: chill. <laughs> oh like the one where the guards have already met him and are are feeding him food he's like allow me to break the ice and like we fucking know you. you've been locked in here for <laughs> you, a week you
1: keep saying this every time we bring you food but you know i'm not gonna knock arnold's acting or anything but just that interpretation overall if you know mr freeze you know the best i think one of the best interpretations which i'll talk about later is the animated series mm-hmm. but um you know he's a very tortured character because he wants to bring his wife back because he fucked up,
0: right? Which is in the movie. His whole his whole motivation in the movie is to power his suit with diamonds and to Why save diamonds? his wife. It does It's not explained. It doesn't <laughs> matter. His suit runs on diamonds. When you can make a freezing suit, you can have it run on whatever the fuck you want. His requires diamonds. <laughs> Which aren't even cold. Uma Thurman's in that too, right? She's, yeah, poison, she's poison Ivy. Yeah, Poison Ivy. Actually, I'd love to see a new Poison Ivy. She but... wasn't terrible. No. Uh, but Mr. Freeze, her, her Arnold Schwarzenegger's <laughs> Mr. Freeze. You know what's funny? They call him Mr. Freeze. He's a fucking doctor. You know? Dr. Freeze. You know, A lot of Batman villains are doctors.
1: Yeah, because they got to be on his level of intelligence. But I don't know how this man got into you know, past the board of doctors or whatever the fuck the the doctor test you got to do. I'd like do. to
0: make a suit that shoots ice. And and it is powered be, by diamonds. It's powered by diamonds, sir.
1: You lost your fucking license. You are no longer a,
0: a doctor. One hundred percent not a doctor. <laughs> That's why they dropped the doctor. You are not Mister Freeze. <laughs> you fucking psycho. <laughs> uh, well, they
1: never go into that aspect of him being a doctor. I think he's just freeze from the start, right? He just shows up and
0: starts freezing everyone. I think a lot of people call him Freeze now. Like they just they don't say Mr. Freeze.
1: Well, I think that's a bummer because that's a li- that's a big aspect too is Mr? No, the doctor aspect. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Mr aspect. I mean, if we're don't
0: assume genders, but you yeah. know, drop the Mr. Yeah, exactly. They just call him Freeze. Don't I assume doctors. And uh yeah, I mean, his character I don't think there's been any character stories with Batman. Like I said, I'm not the biggest Batman fan. The Arkham one's good. Yeah, but it's pretty much the same. He's yeah. trying to save Nora and he's really good at making ice bombs, ice suits, metal suits, but just saving his wife from that coma. He's no good. You should
1: <laughs> just get on Tinder, Bumble, just move on.
0: Actually, what's kind of nice is at the end of the Arkham games, I think she like he wakes her up. Oh yeah, it's actually like crazy Spoiler. sad. Spoiler. Yeah. Well, the game's like six years old.
1: Still, I mean Okay,
0: spoiler. <laughs> I Any- like to just say spoilers. Whatever. Six years old game. Blah blah. The g- series is over. Batman's dead. <laughs> 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 Anywho. Um what's kind of what's nice about that, it's like a DLC uh ending, which I'm like, yo, this is like really good. This should have been part of the main <laughs> game. But um he wakes her up and then because he he, he never found a cure, and she's like she hasn't seen what he's been doing for the last fucking 10 years. Right. So she's like, What the hell? Why are you a giant <laughs> iceman? Um, and he's like, I did it for you. He doesn't, he's not Arnold in that. Still I Arnold? don't know why I'm still doing the Arnold voice. Anyways, I did, it for, I did you. it for you. But she's like, I don't want you to be this anymore. And he's like, But you'll die. And she's like, Well, let me die. Right. And it's kind of like this sweet, you know, like, let's just spend our time together. I feel like he's like why didn't you tell
1: me that in the first, no place? first place? Do
0: you know how many times I've been to Arkham?
1: You know how many times Batman has beat me up?
0: Now you turned Russian, so that's fine.
1: <laughs> it's cold in Russia?
0: It is. It can be cold in Russia.
1: So, yeah, I think that Mr. Freeze has not been given his due in most in a very places. dramatic sense. Yeah, in a film. And or... I think he
0: challenges Batman cuz he's like a powerhouse. Like I feel like I
1: think Batman also pities him because he they both kind of suffered a loss. I don't think Batman has I, animosity. I, yeah, I think he understands where Mister Freeze, Freeze is coming from because he's like, I would probably do the same thing if I could get
0: my parents back. Right, and also I think that there's a respect because he's not like I think in some movies he's like robbed banks and stuff, but usually his goals are motivated by that so there is a there is a respect of like he is a scientist he he's a genius too just can't save his wife so i guess just a genius at making ice suits he's moderately genius
1: i mean i guess you could use that for like global warming
0: sure hell yeah hell yeah oh hell yeah (laughs) um but (laughs) but so we would really like to see him and then who's next on the list
1: uh, another DC villain. I think all of our DC. Yeah, we decided to do okay, DC yeah.
0: on purpose. It is drumroll, Lex Luthor. You didn't even give me a chance to do the drumroll that no, time. too slow. Lex Luthor, who
1: I can't. He's been done a lot. He's been, That's been what done, sucks.
0: I think the first. I think they've gotten worse over time. Because you had Gene Hackman. And Hackman. Then, and you like the Smallville one, but I haven't watched Smallville.
1: Yeah, small. That one is actually really good.
0: So, in movies, they've gotten worse for sure, though. Yeah. Then Kevin you go, Spacey. Kevin Spacey, who, who
1: is no longer
0: wherever been, he is. He's been canceled. 100% um, canceled. And then just the Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg actually, Facebook all the people movie. that accused Kevin Spacey of stuff have all died. Didn't that happen?
1: Not all of them, no. No, there's still some. Cool. Yeah, but strangely, a, a lot, lot of, of them, them
0: <laughs> have disappeared. That's real supervillain shit right there. Oh shit! I brought it up.
1: <laughs> Wait, maybe there's a reason. Well, him. Well, Brian Singer
0: directed that movie. Oh my god! Brian Singer and Kevin Spacey worked together. Holy shit! <laughs> Who's not talking about they, this? They
1: did usual suspects. Also, what are you talking about? Call the police! <laughs> Call them! Find these men!
0: <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine being at a rap party for that movie? Jesus Christ! Anywho. <laughs> that took a twist. <laughs> Matt, you know what? Actually, he is a villain. Never mind. That that, that, that Lex he Luthor checks the, out. The true true. No, but uh from a comic standpoint, what was his point in So the Gene Hackman Lex Luthor is my favorite. But either way, he's never doing anything all that brilliant. It's it's usually real estate ventures. I'm not even kidding. Like I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to look it up. It's free real estate. It's free real Gene estate. Hackman's like, "Fuck off." So you talk about Lex Luthor for a minute. I'm going to look up his motivation in the first movie. Well, we got Jesse
1: Eisenberg, Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook movie, uh, Lex Luthor, who I think is terrible. A, Jesse Eisenberg looks terrible bald. Let's start with that. And B, his plan in the movie is so fucking dumb. Like, typically, uh, Lex Luthor... It's kind of like an intelligence match for Superman, but also he tries to hit his emotions as well. Um, What are you looking at?
0: I'm I'm looking up his 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 motivation. He has two nukes, but I'm pretty sure that he He has he, two nukes. He has two nukes. He's trying to blow out the San Andreas fault and Superman has to stop both nukes. It's been a minute since I've seen that one too. But yeah, he I mean he has a he's solid. I always feel like they write Superman in really good ways to to get Kryptonite and and to, to disable Superman. And I always like the way that they they get Superman to stop being Superman, but his actual plans always lose me. Like I'm never interested in his actual In the plans. movie ones. Yeah. In the uh animated show, he creates like the Legion of Doom. Uh he he creates he like he uses his his influence and power um to take down Superman. And I think I I think I just kinda like when he hates Superman and they kind of got that part right with the Jesse Eisenberg one. He was already a billionaire, he didn't have any super evil needs. He he hated Superman, but he was so he was the opposite of what we liked in Ozzy Mandius. He's right. just quirky. Someone did a compilation of all the sounds he makes and it sounds really weird. He's like, hmm, uh, hmm, ah, 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 ah. And it's like it's like if you watch him all back to back, it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> but <laughs> he just
1: seems like a nut.
0: He has no physical presence. Now, his name is Alexander Luther in that movie. So everyone thinks that his dad was like the real Lex Luther and he might his be. His real
1: bad. name is Alexander. What?
0: They were saying that this is Alex Luther and the real Lex Luther with his. Da- it was a fan theory, but the real
1: theory. Lex Luther's name is Alex. I
0: wanted Lex Luther to be Brian Cranston. That's what I wanted. That would have been fine. That would have been fucking sick, but we didn't get that. And I, didn't, I think Gene Hackman was fine. Lex Luther as a character is kind of like the brilliant guy. He's the guy who can take down the whole Justice League with a really well thought out plan. But other than that. He, the only thing that we ever really see him do is get into a big old exo suit, like a big old Hulk Buster. Well,
1: he's like he he is similar to um Batman in Justice League because Lex Luthor sees Superman as a problem, like for human beings. Yeah, which he's not wrong, especially after Man of Steel. But right. the, the Jesse Eisenberg movie. That did not come across or most interpretations doesn't it doesn't come across that way. He's just like a generic villain. He's not like he doesn't have a reason why he's doing any of this stuff or a a good one. Whereas like if he you know, if he was like Superman is fucking scary and he's going to bring a bunch of other shit here that we don't want. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. A man who who can always have a plan in case Superman goes wrong because that would be Batman. He has that for the entire Justice League.
0: Sure, 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 but the way he also goes about it doesn't make sense. Exactly. So, so he is like making he's having guards kill or he's having thieves or like people in prison kill uh people branded with Batman's branding mark, which I know you don't mm-hmm. like the brand bat. He like punches them with the fucking <laughs> um, hot poker and then they have a bat brand on him the and then brand. he goes to a senator and asks for a permit it's like just fucking smuggle in the kryptonite what do you mean you're an eccentric billionaire you don't have to pay for a fucking permit hey man you know you gotta do the paperwork
1: also you, I don't think senators do you permits <laughs> I think oh. that's
0: just like you go to the courthouse and you ask for a permit and then and some, like what's kryptonite some fucking secretary just loses your permit and goes like you're fine (laughs) (laughs) go to the third floor you'll you'll be fine um but yeah so it's just it's very odd the way he goes i kind of liked like his his physical plans but a lot of stuff didn't make sense someone actually wrote out his plan like step one step two step three step four it's like i think it's 22 steps and it's like step seven is like pee in a jar and put it in the senator hearing and have uh the wheelchair you gave to that disabled person uh make it explode (laughs) and it's like why is that a step you could have (laughs) just that was just for him that that was was just for his kicks. like why is the peeing a part of that step it's just (laughs) Stuff like that. Um, he, it's, he's that's not menacing. Like, he's
1: like Kanye. Kanye's like he Lexus is or, like Kanye, which is like scary but not intimidating. Being on his Grammy on Twitter. Holy shit!
0: They're surprisingly <laughs> similar.
1: <laughs> Billionaires.
0: Billionaires used to have really good motivations <laughs> back in the 2000s. Now, now they're not so super much. Super nutty um man that's crazy but But yeah still appreciate their previous work and i think as a character this is like the one where i think so like me personally i've i've never seen lex Luthor do something that was like that impressive but i'm sure he has and a lot of dc fans will stand by him. he almost
1: seems more of an annoyance to superman and less of like a villain in the movies right you know
0: what i mean superman's just like what are you doing or you know it doesn't make sense he's like oh Superman is dangerous like you said his motivations you know what I'll do I'll create a monster that can kill Superman using another Kryptonian how's that gonna fucking go wrong (laughs) How could that how is the how is a genius come up with that plan
1: on occasion he does stuff like that where he just like takes you know the most ridiculous step to stop something I don't think that's totally implausible but you're right like why would you fucking make doomsday that's the stupidest thing ever
0: I would almost prefer that he he made like an exosuit with with kryptonite he's had
1: exosuits that's what I'm saying that's why I thought it was weird that he didn't have one
0: right it's dumb it is dumb and to get Batman to kill Superman, that doesn't really seem like a Lex Luthor thing, but I mean it it could be. I just
1: imagine them meeting at like dinner. It's like so.
0: They do that. They meet at like a gala. Superman.
1: What are you gonna do about it? He's like Batman's like, yeah, I'm just trying to have dinner right now. We don't talk business here.
0: Why do you imagine this? This I don't is know. such a very contrived situation. Because it's
1: funny. Is it? Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I honestly just feel like we've never had a good interpretation. I wanna like Luther that I can go like, Oh yeah, I totally see where you're coming from. I, again, I wanna be I wanna be surprised by his plan.
1: He's gotta he's gotta be like a Thanos, like where in he's not sense. in it that much, but he has a plan and his plan is like, Okay, I can I can roll with that. That makes sense. And he needs to be calm. Right. Exactly. Not Hoo-hoo. Like, fucking quirky as hell. We have enough characters that are quirky.
0: The only scene I like in that movie is where Jesse Eisenberg has his mother kidnapped. That I'm fine with. I'm okay with that. And then he's like, 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 I'll kill you. And he's like, you could kill me, but I don't know where the fuck she is.
1: I just don't see how that helps in terms of him stopping Superman. Because Superman (laughs) has super everything. He has super hearing. He has super, like... I, they, I just, they nerfed him for the movies I just I think like it's that. pointless Like, why did he kidnap his mom his mom is a human being isn't he trying to save people Like, that's
0: just fucking dumb he did it so that Batman would kill Superman which by the way if you're going to bet on Batman or Superman I wouldn't bet on Batman <laughs> this dude took down Metropolis
1: well Batman has also beaten Superman before though in the comics yeah but he punched I, him you think Kryptonite Jesse Eisenberg
0: gloves. you think Lex Luthor read the comics of the universe he's in
1: Well, obviously not. That's just a ridiculous statement. Then how would he know that?
0: That's my point.
1: Well, I'm saying well, these are based off comic books.
0: But how would if you were the smartest man on earth, how would you (laughs) think Batman
1: is also one of the fucking world's greatest detectives, so he could figure shit out. Last time I checked, detectives
0: don't kill superhuman mutants. Well,
1: I guess you don't like Batman then. I not that I don't like Batman. I'm saying it's a stupid
0: plan. You're defending Lex Luthor and I don't think you even realize it.
1: <laughs> what? I'm not saying it's a stupid plan because it's happened before in the comics like a number of times. You saying that he didn't read his own comics. That's just ridiculous because it's an interpretation of something from source material.
0: I'm agreeing it's ridiculous. I don't think you realize what no, you're saying. You're I'm ridiculous. You are rid- what how would Lex Luthor know that based off comics before? Oh Superman's God. been killed by Batman.
1: I'm just saying it has
0: happened before. But why would he plan that?
1: Because it's a fucking plan because he couldn't do it himself.
0: Why not? He's also a billionaire.
1: It's not about that. He could just be like, Batman, figure it out. We got. You just said he. they had fucking dinner and they were on the same page. So he's like, all right, I'll put this in motion so you can get to uh superman and you could beat his ass the end i'm not saying it's like a good plan i'm just saying he has beaten superman before so why not just I'm
0: not saying it's implausible my problem is why lex Luthor would come up with that plan what do you mean it's not a great plan and you just said it's not a great plan
1: no that's not what you said that's yeah. not what you said initially yeah it was no yes
0: well it's a you said thing. why
1: would the world's smartest man come to batman like you said, Batman couldn't beat him. Well, and I said, well, Batman is the world's greatest detective and he's beaten him before anyway.
0: Well, we do have the capability to pause and listen oh, to what we just said if you are God. interested. <laughs> okay, would you like to move on to the next one? Deathstroke. Deathstroke, who is in Justice League for a total of six seconds. <laughs> it's uh, it's also the same actor as uh, Flash from the original Spider-Man movie, right? With, with Tony Maguire?
1: What's that dude's name?
0: Joe Magdaleno. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, I, he, I, he looks sick. He looks fucking awesome, and it looks like uh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor is gonna work with Deathstroke if they ever make another Justice League movie. Let's see how the Zack Snyder movie does. But I really do feel like Deathstroke is a really interesting villain, and I don't think a lot of villains have been done like him. By that, like I mean, well,
1: is he like? I feel like he's like an equivalent to Taskmaster. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I would say that Death. I think Deathstroke came way before Taskmaster, and I would say that Deathstroke is probably cooler than Taskmaster. The only thing that Taskmaster has is that he can copy abilities one for one, like well, photo of reflexive memory.
1: What's annoying is like Deadpool looks like
0: Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Yeah, he's like the Deathstroke. Destro fuck- Deathstroke came first as well.
1: And then their names are almost exactly
0: Deadpool, Deathstroke. Yeah.
1: Well, what's what's Deadpool's real name? Wade Wilson. What is Deathstroke's real name? Wade Wilson. I'm aware. <laughs> Why <What>? these? <laughs> what the fuck?
0: Look, I'm aware. Moon Knight is Batman.
1: Well, at least Moon Knight looks pretty different. He's got yeah. a giant moon where they just made Deadpool red.
0: Yep. And he has two eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Two swords. Oh, it's know. actually funny because Deathstroke has a gun and a sword, and they just gave Deadpool two swords, two guns, <laughs> two eyes. Oh my God. I'm sure DC was like,
1: what the hell? Know, <laughs> At least I'm they, sure the a lot more people are very different. Well, they have to be. He's right. like, he's literally like the joke version of Deathstroke, mm-hmm. which is just ridiculous.
0: But it would be cool. Maybe since JC Eisenberg is a. JC Eisenberg? What'd I say?
1: JC J. Eisenberg? Well,
0: Jesse Eisenberg Mark is just a Zuckerberg. stuttering fuck. Maybe we could have uh, <laughs> He invented Facebook. He did invent Facebook. That's going to really help take down the Justice League <laughs> by just having a bunch of racist comments. <laughs> um, Russian bots. Exactly. And maybe we can just have Deathstroke be the guy who who makes a plan to take down the Justice League.
1: No, I feel like he needs at least somebody else.
0: Oh, who is in the Legion of Doom? You have a bunch of fucking people.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying it has to be.
0: That's Lex actually Sleuther. one thing I don't like about the Legion of Doom is they have so many fucking members. Like what I like about Marvels, they have like the Masters of Evils, the Cabal. They have like a bunch of supervillain teams, but not everyone teams up. As far as I can tell, it's mostly the Legion of Doom for DC.
1: Well, it's weird you pick Deathstroke because he hasn't really been in much.
0: That's what I'm saying. I want to see him in more. I gotcha. want to see him
1: i didn't know you he's know.
0: been in the arrow show where he was okay but he's played by a very short gentleman who did a very good job short gentleman and then they like took away his powers yeah he he got injected with the mirakuru and then they just like took that away from him and then he became a hero or some shit i forgot i only got to arrow season three and then i got bored <laughs> um
1: I hate when shows run out of steam like
0: that. 100%. That show ran out of steam, but kept going for eight seasons, I think.
1: Smallville didn't know. That show was pretty consistent.
0: Not many seasons? I think five, eight.
1: right?
0: Okay. So I'm still a while. Um, and Actually, then
1: there might be more than eight. He's
0: in the Teen Titans show, and I haven't seen that one, so I don't know how good it is. But if you like it, you know, leave a There's comment. There's 10. 10 seasons of Smallville?
1: Yeah. Cool.
0: Is Deathstroke in that? But yeah, we haven't seen a lot. He's in some of the animated films, but I like to think of him as a as a as a killer Batman, with because he's very similar. He has a plan to take down uh, Justice Leagues. He's he's very smart. He's very uh, fit. He knows a lot of martial arts. I think he can take Batman on one on one. And also, he's superhuman, pretty smart. And he's just like really determined, so I like those characteristics in a character. I think uh, in one of you the like a good brawler
1: character, like a lot of people, well, me anyway. I, I personally like more intelligence mm-hmm. is like the battle, the battle of wits. But you, you gravitate. I'm not saying you don't like the, those types of characters, but you gravitate towards like a hand to hand. Well, I um, think they're
0: they're overlooked a lot, mm-hmm. but also Deathstroke's kind of both, which is kind of cool. Because he he kind of takes time. But that's the difference between him and Taskmaster. Taskmaster is usually like, pay me, and I will take down the Avengers. Deathstroke's like, fuck the Avengers. I mean, Justice League, Deathstroke doesn't know about the Avengers.
1: <laughs> he might. I mean, he's so close to fucking Deadpool.
0: Sure. Deadpool's killed all the Avengers. Spoiler. Okay, for a 12-year-old comic <laughs> that's not canon.
1: People don't read comics, don't you know? They just listen to our podcast. <sighs>
0: Well, that's it for our list. If you like this episode, I think we're gonna do another one maybe on Marvel Villains.
1: Marvel, non Marvel, Marvel, Marvel More D C mm-hmm. maybe some anime and manga, which we haven't done like for a hot minute.
0: Mm, we did Death Note and, and Ghost of the Show.
1: Yeah, we haven't done anime in forever.
0: Well, no one makes anime movies. Yeah, they do. Name we one.
1: have one. Um, Blades of the Immortal.
0: Shit. <laughs> <laughs> all well, right actually
1: uh all most japanese
0: uh i blades of the immortal that's a good one
1: a lot of like anime is does have live action but you <sighs> gotta Japan... go buy the manga all right thanks for listening thanks for listening hope you enjoy the episode and later players later players have a good
0: one i don't like bullies i don't care where they're from